This is Socks in 7. Welcome back to Socks in 7. We are your hosts, Kevin Tebow, Mason Reed, Jack Taggerman. Back at it again with some Socks in 7. Socks coming off a series win versus the Minnesota Twins. You know, a lot of good things, some ugly things. Uh, we're here to break it all down. What would you uh, see in this series, boys? Um, I think they look good, to be honest. I think we finally put some full games together. Um, I think it was actually like every dude that we kind of like got on last pod kind of came out and performed a little bit. Love to see Yoshida get a few hits today. Um, yeah, I'll leave it at that for now. Yeah, you know, um, game one, you got some good pitching from Chris Sale. Yeah, that was back. unbelievable. That first game was crazy. Yeah, he might be back to, um, the Chris Sale that I once knew. Yeah. You know, 11 Ks. When, I mean, when Max Kepler went deep, I was like fairly confident that start was going to go to waste. Yeah. Yeah, I got real nervous. And like Winkowski, I mean, he's been lights out, so it was bound to happen at one point. Yeah. And then Schreiber comes in and just blows up, which was also bound to happen at one point. And then – just what I mean, what a what a ninth. What a ninth. tenth. What a tenth. My favorite pervert, bro. Yeah, dude. My favorite pervert. Easily my favorite, bro. Yeah. Easily. Reese McGuire's hitting like four, ten, something like that. The guy just mashes right east, bro. Just yeah. like, he's that guy, bro. I believe that was against the lefty. And then, oh yeah, it was. It was off of what's his name? Duran. Yeah. No, 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 so, no. Um I don't know his name. Some yeah. some reliever for the twins. That's a lefty. But yeah, Reese plates two. Um ties up the game in the bottom of the tenth. That was then, against uh Moran, Giovanni Moran. Yeah, not Duran. It was Moran. That's what it was. But yeah, um Devers goes two for four with the big hit in the first in that game. Verdugo goes three for five, obviously with the walk-off. Tebow was there to celebrate it. It was Big electric. And, like, they played Dirty Water twice originally when, like, he hit the walk-off. And then during the review, like, everybody was kind of just standing around, like, what's going on here? Like, was it fair? Was it foul? And then you hear the umpire go over the mic, which I love that they added that the umpires say it over the mic now. And then um, the umpire announced it. Crowd went crazy. They played Dirty Water again. Lights show was awesome. You know, I'm I'm honestly a fan of the light show when you're there. Um, yeah, it looks dope on TV too. Yeah, and uh, I, I have no clue why that call took that long to make, though. Yeah, I mean, I mean, the ball was like five feet fair when you watched it on the replay. Like, I don't know, kind of kind of ruined their celebration a little bit, but I mean, it's all right. Yeah, the anticipation was fun. Yeah. Uh, Kenley, I got to see Kenley. That was awesome. Um, I just wish they – I think they should do the light show uh, during Kenley's walk-in. I like that idea a lot. Because Kenley's uh, walking into Champions by Annalie Choppa, absolute slapper, bro. And he just comes in and it's it's dicing, bro. It's dicing season. Um, Chris Sale, 11 Ks, you know, mm. pitched amazing. Just a great day at the ballpark. Yeah, big, big fucking win game one of the series. That's a – that's the Red Sox come from behind win that you're accustomed to seeing over the years. 
like especially we go down two in the tenth and maybe it's all over, but like it just wasn't like the boys had something to say in the bottom of the tenth. Yeah, and I I think we've noticed that with this team this year is that they do a lot of fighting back, something that we didn't see last year. So it's it's nice to see that you know you can go down four, five runs sometimes, and you feel like you you, you still have a chance in this game. Just nice to see because last year they scored three runs. We felt you can turn this game off. Nothing's happening. Yeah. No, I um I said this to you guys earlier this week. I thought for sure they were gonna roll their end back out, and we were just gonna lose that game. I mean, in hindsight, like I know it's kind of a rule of thumb. You just let your guy get the one inning, but I mean. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, we weren't touching Duran. Yeah, I mean, nobody even really sniffed Duran in the inning that he threw. Yeah, he was absolutely pumping, dude. To see what his pitch count was. But yeah, seeing him just pump 102 mile per hour fastballs by everybody, I was just like, oh yeah, there's no way we're winning this game. He threw 19 pitches. Um. So I mean, but I guess you know, you're not facing the top of the order. You got a two. You scored. You scored what? You scored. You scored two. I mean, you gotta think you can throw just about any dude out there, and he's gonna win you the game. But yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. Game two. Game two. Fucking Corey Kluber gets absolutely like shelled. Yeah, pisses up a lot of runs. We're down seven nothing in the top of the third. I mean, I'm not. I'm not doing the Rich Hill thing again. Like, just DFA him now. I'm sick of it. And then, I mean, I don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves, but when you have Tanner Houck going three and zero, and you want to move him to the bullpen, and he's your best, he's been your best starter. Why? Why would you move him to the bullpen? He's been dicing every week. I'm seeing some Kluber to the bullpen talk, bro. I don't even want to see him there. Brazier's pitch better. Ort's pitch better. I mean, I don't know. Brazier's kind of got touched up when you kind of look at it. Yes, but not, not as bad as Kluber has. But not as bad as Kluber has, and like you know, you've seen some good things from Brazier. You've seen some bad things from Brazier. That's what you're gonna get with Ryan Brazier, Corey Kluber this year. He's been bad every single like game, minus yeah, like two innings. Yeah, he's 37 years old. Teams 0 and 4 when he pitches. Um, he's giving up a bomb every. It's hard to imagine time. they're going to win a game that he pitches, that he starts in. So, like, you might as well just not even roll him back out there. Yeah. And then, you know, that game, it was nice that it was a blowout at that point because it gives the bullpen a rest after the long day they had on that uh, Tuesday night. And so you just pit, pitch Brazier and Ort. So get away with it there. Yeah, the game. On the game three, though. Yeah, I say we just move on to game three. Um, just dice fest from Tanner Houck. Yeah, he looked really, really good. First, um, him and Whitlock are the only ones to go into the seventh as starters. Uh, bats were just alive early. We're, we fucking answer the Twins, putting up seven in the first three with seven in the first three ourselves. Um, <clears throat> I know you're going to want to touch on this, Tebow. Duran hitting the ball really well since he came up. He had a big knock today to extend the lead. Um, Verdugo obviously leaves to lead off the game. Um, Devers knocks him right in. We the bats were just alive right off the right off the bat against Kenta Maeda. 
Yeah. Then Emilio Pagan comes in, eight hits, six earned, and one and two thirds. So pretty, pretty easy win, if you ask me. Yeah, we just raked early, and then Tanner just went out there with confidence and just absolutely just did his thing. And Duran has looked good. I'm not. I used to be a big Duran Duran fan. Not the biggest fan anymore. He's starting to win me back. I mean, he's looked better in center. Still doesn't look awesome in center, but he looks better. Uh, and obviously, he's been raking at the plate since he's been up. How long will that last? Time will tell. But at the same time, you lose another righty bat with Arroyo going down. I mean, he hasn't do, been doing much. Um, you need another righty bat, whoever it's going to be. Got to figure it out soon. Yeah, don't look now, but PK three for five today. Quickly back to 229, which, you know, I mean, PK's, you know, you, you expect better than 229, but it's super early, and he was like 75, like, last week. So, I mean, the guy's scorching hot right now. He's seeing the ball well. Um, and that's what you're going to get with Kike Hernandez. You're going to get him scorching hot, and he's just going to rake, and then he's going to go on these over 36s where he just looks horrible. Every single player in the starting lineup with a hit today. Um, only guy without one was Ref Snyder over one. But yeah, Yu Chang with a tank. Yu Chang, he he might he's coming for that Asian sensation title. Really is like I don't I don't know if I'm ready to say it. I might have been earlier, but I mean, it's getting close. It's getting Yu close. Yu Chang is batting a hundred. <laughs> so I yeah. mean. I don't know if I could give it to him yet. But I mean, I mean Yoshida's not much better. Yeah, oh, I mean, Yoshida's, Yoshida's definitely third on that list. And Ref Snyder's 200. So, I mean, average-wise, it's still Ref Snyder. Yeah. I mean, and then you've gotten good defense from Ref Snyder in center. Yeah. But Chang has been playing better at short lately. And with Aurora going down, you're going to need Chang to step up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. Um, Razor again in a blowout, got touched up today. Yeah, he's fine. He's fine. We were losing anyway. Like, don't worry about him. But, um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, like before we preview the Brewer series, uh, we're going to Milwaukee for the weekend. But, uh, before we preview that, um, like rest of April into May, look ahead. We have series against the Brewers, Orioles, Guardians, Blue Jays, Phillies. Braves, Cardinals, and Mariners consecutively. And, like, those are all pretty good ball clubs that are going to be there in, in September fighting for the playoff race. And for me, like, it really just comes down to, like, over these ne- over this next month, like, we won, we won have to stay, like, just stay 500, win a few series. If you get swept, you ought to take two of three in the next couple, split with, like, the Blue Jays on the road or whatever. But, um... It really just comes down to, like, the pitching is going to be, like, whatever. Like, if we get a good start, we're probably going to win that game. But it for, it really just comes down to other dudes in the lineup besides Alex Verdugo and Rafael Devers stepping up. Like, if if we could just have Yoshida and Casas step up over the next month and hit, like, five bombs and hit 300 over the next month, we're going to win a lot of baseball games, whether it's Yu Chang or whether it's Arroyo or, like, somebody, like, we just need somebody to step up, start hitting the baseball hard, um, like besides Verdugo endeavors, because like they're just gonna do their thing. Yeah, and I agree. And one guy I did want to highlight is starting to look a lot better. I mean, he's kind of the butt of this podcast to start the year, but Connor Wong, 
coming along. He's starting to throw runners out, hit the ball hard today, starting to look a little bit better. I mean, he's still got miles to go, but at least we have a catcher now who can throw somebody out. But, I mean, Reese is still raking, and I still want to see him in the lineup every day. I mean, he's... Brewer series? Yeah. Throws, uh, what, Pavetta versus... Um, Pavetta versus Freddie oh. Peralta, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah so, Freddie, Freddie Peralta has some good stuff. Yeah, he's got a 318, 2-1. Yeah. He's been dealing with injury the last couple of years, but like he has a really, really, really sharp slide piece. And um, I mean, I'm going to be betting the Sox tomorrow against him. Maybe the under too, while we're looking at because unders in Brewer Stadium aren't bad. But um, I mean, he's also a righty. So yeah. that's always good news when you're facing the Sox lineup. So just expect them to go lefty heavy tomorrow. A good thing going into this series is that you had two days in a row where the only bullpen arms you used were Brazier and Ort. The bullpen is fully rested. Yeah. Expect everybody to be ready to go. Well, Possibly that. even Cutter. Yeah, Cutter. We didn't even we forgot to mention Cutter with the pinch run and the oh oh, end of game one. <laughs> yeah. Was electric. Uh, I'm standing there at Fenway Park <laughs> and I see number 50 <laughs> running out to second base. I was like, did we trade for Mookie Betts again? Like who is this? And I'm like, yeah, Tebow Texas is like, is that Cutter Crawford pinch running? And we're like, I think so. Yep. He scored, scored a run. Unbelievable. And he, I think he moved up on a pass ball too. It's a multifaceted ball player, bro. Yeah. I mean, Cutter Crawford's just a dog. He's him. That's two out of the five tools. Yeah. Um, All right. Uh, Friday's game, Whitlock versus Wade Miley. Definitely going to be looking to take the under here again in Brewers Ballpark. Whitlock coming off um seven innings, three hits, one earned, five Ks, his best start of the year. And Wade Miley's coming off his best start of the year, too. Seven innings, four hits, no earned, eight Ks. So two pitchers throwing it well on Friday. I think Wade Miley's due for a blow up. He's way yeah, too old. He's, to be he's an like old head, but. The Brewers, the Brewers in in the NL are the same thing as the Guardians in the AL, in my opinion. Like it's just a absolute pitcher factory. Like they can bring guys in and just like make them like better pitchers. I don't know what they have like on their coaching staff that's able to do that, but both of those teams are just absolute pitcher factories, just like revive pitchers that were dead. Yeah, one guy I would look out for in the series is Willie Adamas, you know, former Ray. For some reason, all the Rays players just go off against the Red Sox. So watch out for uh, Willie Adamas to leave. Yeah, he's a baller. Brewers are Brewers are a hot ball club right now, 14-5 and five on the year, playing some really good ball. But uh, we're going to want to get wins. Uh, we're going to want to at least split the first two games, hopefully win them both because Sunday is looking really scary uh, going up against my guy, Corbin Burns. I'm not too worried about it. I think Bayo has a big, 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 big comeback game. I mean, he's going to be in a dome. Watch out. I don't know. I'd suggest everybody find something better to watch that day. Exactly. Yeah, me too. I mean, I Cor- Corbin has been pitching. Corbin has been pitching that well either. He's still Corbin Burns, bro. He's he has like, really good stuff. Um, do for a good start. I mean, he did. Yeah, that's eight, a good point. Eight three hits, eight Ks, no earned against the D-backs the other day, but it's besides the point. I mean, 
Ryan Bayo's got to show me something, dude. I'm not in on him until he shows me something. Like, guy, I feel like, dude, just doesn't throw many strikes. And then, like, when he does, he just gets touched up in, like, really bad ways. But, like, I don't don't think you – you can't even count that first game of the year, bro. It was pouring rain out. Yeah, he's young. He has potential. But, like, you got to show me something, dude. I mean, two and eight last year, five ERA, pitched a little bit better on the stretch. But, like – yeah, I mean, but his FIP was also, like, 3-2. He was the most unlucky pitcher in baseball, I believe. Yeah, he did give up a lot of dribblers up the middle. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I think Bayo's a good pitcher. I think he's going to come out and prove it on uh that uh, – was that Sunday? Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised to see the Brewers laying a lot of juice in that game. Like, that could creep up to, like, 250 or something. Like, the Sox – be bettable but i mean we're on a happy flight right now we're on a happy flight the boys got some juice yeah that is true i I feel like they're playing good ball right now anything could happen but i'm gonna you know go with what we thought last time and i'm gonna use my brain where we were like oh we're going into tampa bay we we felt a little optimistic um i'm only gonna say that we win that first game let's win one of these games let's not get swept by the screwers team because yeah. we got the Orioles next, so let's let's win one of these games. Hopefully tomorrow, start it off good, free roll rest of the series. Exactly. You know, win tomorrow, you only got to win one more. Yeah, I agree. Um, we're going into closing thoughts. Sounds like a plan. My closing thought, I just took a look. We all knew this was going to happen. The Sox are 10 and 10 and six and a half games back of first in the last place in the division, dude. It's just like – this division's just gonna be a dog fight the whole season, bro. I like the dauntlet. Ten and ten gets you in a tie or sole possession of second place in four out of six divisions in baseball right now. It's just like every single team in the AL East is looking to be playing meaningful baseball in late September. So I mean, the problem at at some point you got to start. You know, I know we always hope for these splits against good teams, but. You got to start beating up on the bottom of the league. And I mean, I just don't know if we have the rotation to confidently go in and take three, like without having to grind out at least a couple of them. I mean, that's fair, but I feel like we have been beating up on the bad teams. I mean, the Pirates have been playing good ball. I I was going to say, like, that Pirates series, I mean, early on, the Pirates were looking to be like one of the worst teams in baseball, but it looks like they're going to. You know, they're going to have a decent year this year. Yeah, yeah I mean, like, and then you sweep go, the Tigers. If we go 85 and 77 or whatever it is, the math on that, if we win 85, 86, 87 games this season and don't make the playoffs because the Blue Jays, Rays, and Yankees all win 95 games, like there's not a lot you can do in that at that point. Like they're just a lot more talented and like – there's just like not like I I'd say like if we come in fourth with 86 wins this year like that's like part of that's like almost a win like we're not rebuilding we're just like in like we just like I don't know if we're in the race though when Story and Duvall come back it'd be nice to see Heim be aggressive at the deadline because there will be teams selling out like the Royals and the A's in the bottom of the league like it'd be nice to get a righty bat or something but I mean you never know. Those teams I mean, above us are just going to win a lot of games. Shohei, it looks like Shohei is going to be available at the deadline. So, 
I mean, I don't think we have the capital to trade for Shohei unless we traded Meyer, maybe. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's it's also it's also a tall ask, I guess, for a lot of teams to put a bunch of capital into Shohei without getting that a new deal done. Definitely. You know what I mean, so I feel like any team that's going to be trading a bunch of farm guys or a bunch of like solid major league guys right. is going to need to be able to like know they can lock them up long term before yeah. they. You might as well just like not give away all those pieces and just sign him in the off season. Like, I don't know. We'll see what comes of that because like he's the best player in the world. But. Yep. Reed, you got any closing thoughts? Uh, I mean, tough stretch coming up. Got to just like. Win some ball games. Try to win some ball games. It's really all it comes down to. Yeah, I think you just got to get to June. Um, my closing thoughts are, you know, RIP the Oakland Athletics. Gonna be moving to yeah, Vegas. Yeah, they're a really Vegas. bad baseball team. They're gonna be moving to Vegas. So, I, I wonder if they'll change their name. You know, if you guys think they are gonna change their name, drop them in the comments what you think their name should be. They but, could have a pretty dope rebat rebrand, especially yeah. like a baseball team, bro. Like you could rebrand a nasty team, especially in Vegas. But like yeah, the A's yeah. are like a classic team, and like it sucks to see them go. I mean, maybe you just call them the Oakland Aces or the Las Vegas Aces. Wow, that that that's actually a fire name. Yeah, they could have a dope jerseys too, like yeah, nasty logo and shit. Your jerseys just pocket aces, bro. Yeah, yeah. That, that that would be pretty sweet. All right. Well, I think that's going to do it here for Sox and seven. You know, let's just hope we take one against this Brewers team. But I think we think we could put up a fight against them. But we'll see. I mean, we're a happy flight. So that'll do it for us here. Uh, We will see you on Sunday night.